Beers with Daves. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Beers with Daves. I'm Dave. I'm the other Dave. And uh, thanks for watching today's episode. Please subscribe. Uh, you can see us on YouTube and pretty much anywhere podcasts are. Is that true? That is mostly true. 99% true. Yeah, so 99% of the time you can find us. Absolutely. And uh, welcome to our our new studio. Pretty uh, pretty proud of it. Kind of messed it up on this end. It but that's okay. Very unnecessary. No, no, it wasn't unnecessary. I don't know why the TV's off. Give me a second. We're going to throw something up here that's really cool. This should already be done, but it's okay. Uh, if I can get it working. How about this? Hey. There it is. There we go. Hopefully it doesn't disappear this time. If it does, we're just going to have to work that out in the next episode. I can't even talk. Dave. Yeah. Do you want a beer? I do, man. All right. And they're already right here, so let's just uh, go for it. What are we drinking today? We are drinking something from the uh, Tatamagush Brewing Co. in Nova Scotia. It's a local beer, and it is called their North Shore Lager Dale. Sweet. Cool. It's organically brewed. I don't know what the difference between organic and non-organic beer is, but, you know. Let's see how the pour goes. Yeah, we're just going to mess this right up. See who does it better. Uh, You're doing this way more pro than I am. Yeah. Yeah, you've got practice. It's because I have stronger wrists. I do have weak wrists. (laughs) We've talked about this. Oh, no, mine's better. There it is. I think yours is better. Mine is totally better. All right, cheers. Yeah, bud. cheers, my man. So what let's, are we talking about today? Well, let's uh, get this out of the way. I don't know, man. Give me a second. I had some notes. So we've got a, a couple of topics that I want to talk about. We'll get to them in time. Um, one thing that uh, that I saw on the news yesterday was that, uh, and by the way, for those who don't know, we live in Canada, uh, that there's a class action lawsuit against Canada Post because if, for those who don't know, Canada Post is the mail delivery service here. It's like the nationalized mail delivery service. And uh, you can pay for guaranteed delivery dates, right? So you pay a premium, and quite a premium actually, uh, to get a guaranteed delivery date. And of course, uh, they weren't able to upkeep that during COVID, um, but there's a whole bunch of people that paid for that guarantee uh, that are now suing essentially the Canadian government because it's a crown corporation <laughs> for uh, for the money. So, Yeah, and I think Canada really needed um, to potentially spend more money right now. Yeah, the last numbers were, what, 300 and some odd billion dollars spent extra on top of what we normally do, so which I, might sound a, not that much to our, you know, our southern brothers, but uh, it's a lot for us. So what do you... Think of it. Do you think it's a likely thing? Do you think it's a waste of time and that people are assuming they're going to lose? What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, man. I like. I'm so. I'm so. Uh, I have opinions on both sides. Like on one side, I, what a know, shock. <laughs> on one side of things, you know, you think you think this pandemic hit us. Um, there's no way to control that. There's no way that Canada Post could have known it. There's no way that really anybody could have known it. But at the same time you know, the customer did pay for a guarantee. And, you know, when you walk into Canada Post, it's not like there's the big terms of service, at least that you, I could see. And yeah, I'm sure that, you know, it says you're agreeing to our terms that are on this paper that's, you know, four pages long, but you only sign the first thing, they exit, they don't even give you time to read it. I'm sure there's, you know, like an act of God type clause. But you are paying for a guarantee. So I think that at least that guarantee portion should be 
partially refunded, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, but that would apply to so many businesses across the world. I, I, I and this is that and, is trying to. I know. I, I get they were picking on a, a huge crown corporation, but um, you look at the average company that is just you know was trying to survive through this and was happy to still get their like let's just say a local gym that's still getting their memberships a month or something like that. Yeah, um, that's helping that business keep their lights on. Uh, so I, it's it's tough to. Like nobody knew what was happening through COVID. People were figuring it out as they went. And a lot of people are just lucky to hang on and survive. Yeah. And and I don't disagree with that. It's, and this is why it's really, really hard to know exactly what the, the best way to handle it is. Right. Because, you know, using the gym example, any gym that was charging their members while they were closed, I think is a, a very dishonest gym. And I don't care what size they were. If the members agreed to it, that's fine. Right. It's one thing if the members are okay with it, but you know, you're paying for a service. You're paying to be able to access that gym. And if you can no longer access that gym, I agree it's the government's fault. Well, I shouldn't say the government's fault. Yeah, but it's back the back on fault. the gym part. Yeah. You you say it's a dishonest gym. Mm, I if, know if there, if it's there's harsh a, words. I agree. Yeah, because if they if they don't have money, they might companies run pretty thin. There's Absolutely. a chance that if they don't get money for two months, they're gone and then there's no gym. I, I and I completely agree. And you know, it leads to a, a larger conversation of you know who should be responsible for, for covering some of these losses and stuff like that. And the the end answer is really there's there's nobody because you can't control this. Because on the right? Canada Post one, if someone said, "Hey, I, you offered me a guarantee, I want my money back," if Canada Post didn't say, "Sorry, here's your money back," I think there's a huge issue. But isn't that the is it isn't that the guarantee though? We guarantee we'll deliver in a certain date or. Or whatever. Maybe not in a pandemic when people are... I'm assuming Canada Post was thinking very hard and working very hard trying to get deliveries out to people. And and I think an unprecedented uh, time of actually delivering stuff because no one could go out. So they probably had this huge order load that they were trying to fulfill. I know my Amazon started getting people in their normal cars coming to my driveway, them trying to (laughs) deliver stuff. So they're figuring it out as they go. I think it's up to the consumer to ask, and I think it's up to the business to to give to it. But I don't think it's appropriate to always, you know, be that armchair expert looking back at it and saying, "Oh, they should have done better." Yeah, and, and I, I I don't disagree. Um, I don't disagree for most things, but you got to remember too, like this wasn't just regular mail. This was you are paying a premium for it to be delivered in a certain period of time. And again, I don't disagree that they should be entitled to some of the money still than the timeframes. Maybe. Yeah. yeah maybe. I, I don't know. Honestly, like, you know, we should, probably should have said this. I actually read this off of a headline. So <laughs> who knows how accurate this stuff is. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, but I still think, you know, two sides of me, right. One side says, you know, you're paying for a service. And as a consumer, I understand that you want to obtain that service or enact the guarantee that was sold. Right. Yeah, and I think I'm usually that way. I think right now, my, I don't know, I'm being a little idealist where I just think that the country should band together and be happy that we're getting through it. Sure. Yeah, but sure. I, I understand what they're offering and what you're you're, you're trying to buy. Um, but I think that everyone tried to figure it out the best they could, and I think everybody made mistakes in their business, including me. Um, and it was, it was just very hard to... It's so, very easy to say you can do things differently. Sure. Okay. So now let's look at airlines, for example. So people booked flights on airlines, and uh, the airlines canceled the trips. They issued people credits and not refunds. Is that different in your mind? 
Because um, it's the same that, thing. That, right? one, that one was funny because I, I, I very much understand that that was a business move. <laughs> to survive. To I, survive. Absolutely, yes. Do I think that was appropriate? Um, n- no. In my mind, you, you got to give them their money back. But I very much understand the business move. Because they didn't deliver on their service, right? Yeah, but I think I don't think that's exactly the same as the guaranteed people not trying. They can't oppose okay. as trying yeah. their best. Okay. Yeah, fair. Okay. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll give you a little bit of that one. Okay. I can, un, I can that's understand. just because I buy the beer. It, it is because you buy the beer. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to stop and say one thing. I have headphones on this episode. Yes, absolutely. And what I didn't realize is how isolated it. I can hear everything. And sometimes my voice scares me. Okay, so just so you know, we're throwing out the TV. Okay, you have a you have a sleep thing on it then. No, I, I just deactivated the sleep thing. Okay, you keep talking. I'm gonna mess with this. Okay, so are we, what are our other talking points? No, no, we're keeping to do this. This isn't even half over, buddy. I know. That's why I asked about talking points. Yeah, yeah, we got. We I don't got, think you introduced any of them. We, you went right into Canada Post. Oh yeah, like a bat out of hell. Okay, you were amped up about that headline. Yeah, I really was. Uh, okay, <laughs> so we're gonna take a temporary pause here for just a second. I was uh, listening to uh, a podcast by Graham Stephan. I don't know; you probably have never heard of him. He's a YouTuber. He's a, he was a real estate agent out of LA turned YouTuber. Um, he basically makes videos about being a millionaire as like a twenty nine year old. Why do you, Why do you assume I don't know who he is? is do you know who he is? No, no, of course not. <laughs> uh, anyway, he was. Does doing- he look very young? He does, yeah. Okay, I think I see his ads on Facebook. He, he doesn't do ads. You sure? I'm okay. There's some. There's I shouldn't some inv- say this. I'm almost positive he doesn't. There's some do investor ads. I always see on Facebook. He you just looks like he's like 22. Like Ty Lopez? No, but I know he's your idol. Oh, Ty Lopez? Yeah, <laughs> he's not my idol. Anyway, okay. So on his podcast, he was talking about uh, Dave Ramsey and and this whole concept of no debt versus using debt to increase wealth. We're both in the finance game. I thought they'd be an interesting one to talk about. Um, and I think we can uh, talk a little bit about, you know, our our the differences between us now versus when we were young. I think that'd be a really interesting conversation. You're going to fix the TV? Yeah, I'm going to fix the TV. Get back to what we were talking about. Okay, Canada Post. Okay, I think we were done with Canada Post. No, we're not done with Canada I Post. Think, okay, I think the best that we could give companies slack because of COVID, the better. Um, I understand... Uh, that that uh, conflicts with some people's um, goals and, and what some people are trying to do. Um, but I remember talking to business after business when COVID happened and we, I, we were even doing live streams Yep, and um, no one had the answer. <laughs> uh, people were listening every day for updates. People were trying to figure out what was appropriate for social distancing. There was a difference between, um, kind of what society wanted social distancing to be and what Health Canada wanted social distance to be, and that itself was a conflict. Um, so I, I think that there was a big learning curve, and there was um, – that, that was an interesting thing that I think me and you talked about. We talked about this often, actually. Is that yeah. what the government um, was saying to do versus what society kind of wanted us to do or what was perceived that society wanted us to do. Um, and I think at the time, there, there was quite a bit of time where Health Canada was, essentially said you could still work. Uh, but what society said was stay the blazes home and all that different stuff. That was yeah, a- Nova Scotia. Okay, I think I fixed the TV. We're back on it. Okay, we're back, guys. Welcome to Beers Dave's. Yeah, my name's Steve. Yeah, and I'm Bob. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, how, why, why do you bring your phone here? So, Are you so important you can't leave no, your phone over there honestly, like I did? I, it was almost dying. 
Because because I'm just curious because um, I was working right until this podcast and you were just standing in the hall and so now true. you're too busy. So true. I'm not too busy. Okay. Just to be clear. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my settings on my my. So right just here. just as a universal concept. Okay. Do you think that people should uh, businesses should have been giving some slack and 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 some leeway on how they figured out COVID, or do you think that they should be held to the to what their terms were and promised? Oh, yeah, so... Just as a general big thing. As a general big thing, I'm going to say that there's a difference between a business that has different service levels with some of them that are guaranteed. So, for example, if Canada Post would have just had one mail delivery service, you pay for it, it's supposed to arrive in five days, but it's just, you know shit happened because the pandemic hit and they weren't able to reach it that's one thing yeah but you went away from my question yeah i know but i'm because you're trying to be right and i I, want i want you to answer the question okay as a general if you had to pick one do you think businesses should have been given some slack and understanding that they're not going to fulfill of course course i think they should be given some slack so oh so dave's against the class action (laughs) that's that's uh that's not accurate yeah. You're putting words in my mouth. I think Dave has a can to post tattoo but, right on his lower back. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> the the extreme lower back, actually. Uh, but it's 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 yes, I think they should be given slack to a certain degree. Um, but it's it's I, different, I get, right? I get what you're saying, but again, it's an armchair approach where you're thinking, oh, they should have known. No, no, I delivered the packages that I had to deliver on time. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if anyone actually uh, watched I didn't deliver, you. I didn't deliver any packages. <laughs> let's be honest. Um, I but, you, but I mean, we both changed our business models uh, a little bit, right? A lot more remote and everything like that. As most businesses did, we were still able to do exactly what the client wanted at the end of the day. It was a significantly more inconvenient. There was a lot more steps in between, but the end result was the same. I, I, yeah, but we're in the finance industry where you can do everything remotely versus someone that physically has to bring something from point A to point B. That's not the same comparable. I, I and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that they are wrong for extending things. All I'm saying is that guarantee portion because they guaranteed it, right? That guaranteed portion should be refunded, not the whole amount, because clearly it was outside of anybody's control. Right, but you know, if say if the package cost twenty bucks to 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 deliver, of which five was the guarantee, okay, we'll refund three dollars. And I know that's talking insignificant money. Don't get me wrong, right? But you know, that's why class action exists. Yeah, it's, it's tough because it's like you look at the amount of money that the government has given out to try to help this along, and then we as turn turn on them and try to do a class action lawsuit. Oh yeah, with without a doubt. It's just like okay, did you enjoy your Serb? Yeah, <laughs> maybe it gives your Serb money back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I'm a little, um, sorry, I keep hitting the table. It's actually not too bad. Uh, your wife told us that. That's good. Somebody listens to this. Uh, I'm a little, I, I'm a little biased because, um, I had some complaints in my own business during the learning curve of this that I thought was, um, didn't really consider what was happening. And I think some of that is shaping my opinion. Sure. Um, we were trying to figure things out. We were trying to figure like we, we were a team that was always in the office together. And then we had to learn how to do things remotely. And there was very much learning curves. It took a couple months to really put the systems in place to try to figure that out. Yeah. And I remember that not everybody was understanding on that. So I, I think some of that is seeping into my opinion a little bit. And, and don't get me wrong. Like we had to change our model as well. Uh, you know, we, again, we went from primarily in person. In fact, we used to, 
uh, strongly discourage remote appointments because of the fact people didn't really take as much from them, right? Um, but now pretty much everything is is remote and done by phone and done by conferencing software and everything like that. So we've all had our, our growing pains. I, I just, I think it's, I think why have a guarantee if when you don't meet that guarantee, it doesn't get refunded? That, that's my point. It has nothing to do with the typical general service. It could apply to any business, you know, even Canada, even the airlines. If you didn't provide the service at all, the money should be refunded. Yeah, and, and what the viewers might not know, because I actually looked into this before we went on this podcast. So okay. Dave did some research. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dave paid $12 for a guaranteed delivery. And it was it was a day late, and he is pissed. <laughs> hey, uh, so when you <laughs> do you have Amazon Prime? Yeah. Okay, so when the package arrives later, are you on chat? Am I on chat? On chat, trying to get like uh, anything from them? Never. No, <laughs> me either, man. <laughs> me either. Yeah, it's. It, it, I'm not saying I've never done that for things that are really, really important that I I need. You know, fine, I'll get on and be like, hey, what's going on? I do it if um, like the box is crazy damage. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. that looks right, like it's been through a war. But uh, typically, uh, typically no, right? But uh, to me, I just have a, a fundamental problem with some of these big, big companies um, that are, and they can be small companies too, don't get me wrong. And I understand, you know, we're both small companies, right? It would be considered micro companies, actually, when you, when you compare it against like a, an Air Canada. Um, you know, if you can't deliver the service, you shouldn't get the client's money. Yeah, I think it's gray. I think it's a little gray. Okay. It just as a business owner, my it, it's tough because my job is not like this at all. I, I the only way I get paid is I deliver on the product. Yeah, especially you. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. If I don't sell the mortgage, there's no money. Yeah. Um, but I do understand the ups and downs of businesses and having two young kids, and and I can understand the heartache of trying to run. Uh, like a shop or something that required foot traffic. I there's someone in Amanda's family that um, they like have like a fudge in like ice cream shop in like Lunenburg. Oh, yeah, it's great, great shop. Yeah, great people. Um, we could probably keep them in business. <laughs> yeah, we should have them on the show. <laughs> yeah, um, they could just hand us fudge from outside a camera. Yeah, yeah probably even moldy at this point though. No, not theirs. Perfect. No. Okay, good. Um, okay, sorry. I just meant like the length of time that they haven't sold it. Sorry. <laughs> it's great fudge. Yeah, the best. Um, you, you come, a shop like that that has to close down, you still yep. think the rent is still there and all that different stuff. You own a business center that people rent office spaces from you. Yep. Uh, oh, interesting approach, actually. Um, you as a business owner that rent office spaces to people yep. that um, didn't need the spaces. Okay, um, yeah. What what uh, what was your view on on that? Oh, so yeah, interesting. Um, so I I I rent space and access. Mm-hmm. That's it. They had access and they had space, but there was no front desk uh, receptionist. That's a bonus we give people, though. I, I don't think it is. I think it's an expectation when people rent the space. It certainly is an expectation. Don't get me wrong, um, but we make it very clear in our lease that. Oh. There. Oh, so it's gray. (laughs) It's very gray. Okay, so can we switch to a topic that I think people will find more interesting and might not be so Canadian? Yeah, okay. Well, but the thing is, it doesn't apply just to Canada. It can apply to any company that has different services. This TV, we're we're throwing it out. (laughs) 
just to be clear. I bought this because I thought it was going to be really cool to have it on. You did not turn off the sleep feature. No, I did. No, you did. I did. Yes, I did. Let me see what you did. Okay, just give me a second. Okay, guys, we're at the TV. Okay. I like how he was advertising the Love Guru. Do you know how old that movie is? (laughs) Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look. Watch. Okay. So sleep timer. Look. Watch. Right. Do um. What's the off button though? What is that? What are you doing when you're clicking off? I think it it gets rid of it. No scroll. There we go. There we go. There we go. Okay. I think it's going to work now. Got it. TV can stay. Okay. That's good. All right. Um, if this TV doesn't go, we're going to give it away as a gift. If it doesn't work. Gift to me. <laughs> uh, it was my birthday two months ago. Was it? Yeah. Actually? Yeah. Really? Yeah. When's your birthday? Not the date, of course. Cause you want my, my, my birthday and my SIN number? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and your mother's maiden name. <laughs> Hey, um, just a wild card topic. What's your favorite holiday? Ooh, Thanksgiving probably. Really? Yeah, because of the food, yeah. Yeah. I did not think you were going to pick Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is awkward. What do you think I was going to pick? Um, uh, I don't know, just Christmas. Everyone likes Christmas. My, wife, my fa- wife's favorite one is Easter. So interesting. I have a funny story about that. Okay, tell your funny story. Okay, and then you can tell your thing that's interesting. It is. <laughs> What's interesting is this guy is a perceived color. Um, my my wife's favorite holiday is Easter. Yep, and um, it's because of candy, right? Yeah, because okay. of candy. That's actually a good uh, intro. Um, I bought her a bunch of chocolate one year. Yeah, and she opened it up, chocolate after chocolate after chocolate. And my wife likes candy. Um, and then she said, "It's like you don't even know me." Oh my god! And in my memory, she cried. Okay, did she actually cry though? I think so. Okay. Um, I think it's very likely. Yep. Um, she was so mad that I didn't get her what she wanted for Easter. What did you want? What did she want? Like candy. She wanted candy candy, not chocolates. Yeah. She wanted like candy candy, and I gave her traditional Walmart chocolates. Yeah. Um, yeah. No dice. No dice. Yeah. And it wasn't like, you know, the act of giving is the giving. No, it was the delivery of yeah, what, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what you wanted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and even when I give candy, she says I always get the same candy and that I don't think it's necessarily what she likes. Okay, does she tell you what she likes? Uh, it's always changing. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a bar that I'll never hit. No. But when in doubt, buy too much. So excess is success. Yeah. So I, uh, cool, uh, that actually used to be the motto in the military for the trade I did. Yeah. Yeah, excess is success for explosives. Interesting fact for everybody. That's good. If in doubt, put more. Yeah. And then your theme was, don't call me if there's a bee. That was indeed my theme. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite holiday is undoubtedly Christmas. So, uh, weirdly enough, uh, Christmas was never a big holiday. Actually, most holidays weren't really a big holiday in my family. Christmas was crazy in my family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you take it seriously. You have like days shopping. You like stop work. So, should you get an exception for that? You know? What do you mean? For delivery? Yeah, for delivery of your service, because you got to take a Christmas shopping day? Um, yes. Okay. Santa gave it to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a good boy all year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. I I, I just need to back up here a little quick second, because uh, you talked about my motto being, uh, what is it? Don't call me if there's a bee. Don't call me if there's a bee. Uh, uh, so for those that don't know, I used to... Uh, do ammunition explosives when I was in the military. And uh, did you know that when explosives detonate, bees are obsessed 
with like the smell of explosives. Have I ever told you that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's anything you haven't told me 10 times. Yeah, probably not. I have this problem of retelling stories, which yeah. is why I think a podcast is going to be great. <laughs> so we'll just tell the same. So you can retell your stories and then interrupt mine. Yeah, totally. Totally. Okay. So what, what, so what do we get? Okay. So we've confirmed that uh, businesses should refund money. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I was watching this podcast to give you a little bit of an intro. The Graham Stephan podcast, uh, it's called, I think, like, Ice Coffee Hour or something like that. For the, for, if you don't know, Graham Stephan, he's a 29 or 30-year-old millionaire. Um, he built his, uh, his, he was a realtor and turned YouTuber and created, like, a realtor course and all this type of stuff. Did, did he have uh, knowledge he, from all his books? I don't think he had knowledge from all of his, his books, but he was the type of guy that, you know, just grinded it, got it done, and just made it happen, and now he talks about... But no Ty Lopez. Okay. No, he's not a Ty Lopez, no. Uh, I don't even know if he's met Ty Lopez. He's met a lot of people now. Maybe one day. He would be a success. Do you know Ryan Serhant? Um, I know no one. Okay. So it doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, he makes videos on personal finance primarily and, and just, you know, motivation and, and trying to be the most successful version of yourself. And frugality. He talks a lot about frugality and saving money and all this type of stuff. Anyway, on the podcast, um, they were talking about how Dave Ramsey, um, and Dave Ramsey is a radio uh, show host, and um, he does like the Total Money Makeover. He is kind of like um, Miguel Von Oxlade, but the United States version. He has like the baby steps, and, and his whole mantra is that um, you should have absolutely no debt ever, and the first thing you have to do is get yourself out of debt. I didn't know any of the people you mentioned. Yeah, you live a sheltered life. The only videos I watch is Norm MacDonald. Yeah. Um, but okay, so no debt, you can never have debt. So yeah, that's that's his, that's his whole concept, right? And, and you know, we're both in the finance game, and so I thought it would be a pretty interesting, and I, I mean, I'm specifically in the debt game. Well, I guess we're both in the debt game. You give it, I take it. Uh, and <laughs> help people get out of it, right? Yep, no, uh, I like to give and take. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, do you think that uh, having absolutely no debt is is optimal? Um, I think in, in, in a lot of situations, it's very improbable. Okay. You look at buying a house, for instance, just to put it really in my court. So, so I should say, though, for a second, Dave Ramsey has nothing against a mortgage. I think it has to be less than 15-year amortization, though. So he's okay with a mortgage. Okay, okay, fine. Just make you feel better. Okay. You're uh, still in business. All right, let's just shift to cars, then. The next, okay, yeah. next one down. Sure. Um, so his theory is that you should only, if you can't get a secondhand one, if you can only afford a $1,000 car, you have to get a $1,000 car. Is that his theory? So what he, what he teaches is that you buy a $1,000 car, you save what would have been the car payment or whatever you could afford, um, and then every year to 24 months, you sell the existing car, and you'd be able to sell the car for roughly the same, right? And then you get up into something better, and then eventually you have the car you want. But you're okay. cash flowing it all. Okay. And then it's just in theory, you don't have to have it long enough to do repairs? Is that his theory? Well, repairs are going to happen no matter what. You're either going to have a big-ass car payment because you have a brand-new car, or you're yeah, going to be having repairs. Yeah, but that changes the saving for the difference one if you have to do a major repair for a $1,000 car. I think we could both agree, though, that it would come out in the wash. You're either playing for the depreciation of the big-ass payment and the big-ass car, or you're paying repairs. Okay, but depreciation is not a very... Um, depre- depreciation is a term that I don't think affects people's day-to-day as much as cash flow. 
Yeah, but it, 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 it does and it doesn't, though, right? Because say, for example, if you're going to buy a car privately that's been driven off the lot, let's say, that you know is now only worth, say, you know, 17, but you know, you buy the car on the lot for 20, let's say, right? You're amortizing that that directly impacts your cash flow. Yeah, if you buy a car for a thousand bucks, yeah, and two months later something happens and it needs to be repaired, you have not saved enough to do it, you have to use a credit card. Yeah. I know this is an extreme example for timelines, but there's still it's not a perfect scenario of cheapest versus reliable. So I think there's the TV's a, gone. <laughs> I think there's a I think there's a difference between what's cheapest and what's more reliable. It's a tough that's sure. a tough I'm not saying that you go crazy and you buy the most expensive car and you go for whatever one you want. Sure. Um but I, I do think that if you're somebody that um drives a lot and you have a family, I don't think it's that unreasonable to make sure you have a car that's a little bit more maybe you have to you know get get credit for some more to have a safer vehicle. Yeah, so you know, it's it's it, this is, and I'm just I have no idea. So I remember being in the dealership. I was in a Kia dealership at one point and they said, "Look, Kias are the most reliable vehicles that are out there, yeah, right? I've heard that about a lot of different things. Right? And it uh, it listed, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it's like, you know, Kia at the top, and it had like the lowest defects. Well, you know what the gauge of the defects was? It's like, how many defects out of a thousand vehicles were there? Like, how many cars had defects, right? Uh, Kia was like, you know, 700 out of a thousand cars had defects. Yes, they were the lowest, but still, seventy percent of their cars had some sort of a defect. And again, I'm, yeah. I'm paraphrasing here. I had new, it's still insane. I had a new vehicle that got recalls all the time. Oh yeah, it's it's in, it's insane, right? And so, you know, when I think about it, and the reason why I'm saying this when you're talking about safety, right, is how much safer is an old car versus a new car? And I understand that you, you know your life and all this type of stuff, but you do have to gauge a little bit of statistics here, right? Like, what's the chance that something actually happens, and then what's the difference? of having an older car versus a new car. I think that a lot of people use the 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 idea of oh it's, oh, it's going to be a safer car when it's it's probably not going to be. Right? Yeah, so what it comes down to is emergency funds. I think when it comes to the what ifs it's emergency funds. If you don't have an emergency fund, you need to use a credit card. Uh, I, I, I get it that there's different scenarios, but just for my general opinion, if you don't have an emergency fund and something has to happen, uh, you need a credit card. So whether or not so, that's what would an, your what would your example of an emergency be that requires a credit card? Um, your your car breaks down. Um, your animal gets sick. If you're in um, a different c- country that has medical expenses that aren't covered, um, things things like that. Okay. Okay. Um, so there's some some emergency fund stuff that has to happen. Sure. So in, in the theory that you um, save money and you do everything with cash, I, I think it's a little idealist. Uh, in our culture where things are so expensive, you, you look at someone in, in America where they have to pay for their own medical some, a lot of times and how expensive that can be if there's if there's not proper insurance and stuff that covers it. Sure. Um, it's a little shaming people that are just trying to get it by. I, I get what he's saying. I get. I understand that we're too quick to use credit. So I, I, I will say, though, that there's a lot of things that Dave – Ramsey teaches, and he's another Dave, so he's a good guy, right? Um, there's a lot of things that Dave Ramsey teaches that what you're saying 
doesn't necessarily add up to what he's teaching. But of course, like I'm not going to sit here and explain Dave Ramsey. Well, I don't even I exactly. Don't, I don't right? know what Dave Ramsey is. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Right. Let's just say that he's already got the emergency side covered. Right. He's already got people saving an emergency fund. So if something yeah, happens, okay, I know. But back to the car front. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, have an emergency fund before you buy a car. Okay, well, how are you going to sure. get to your job? Okay, take a bus. Okay, do you live in the country? There, there's still, is there even transit in the area? There's sure. still the scenario where it's the kind of cart before the horse. Like, we're, we're, So here's 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 my opinion on this whole thing, right? It's, it's And I'm in the industry of helping people get out of debt, and I've seen the impacts that debt has. Um, you also see the impact of um, using credit. Yeah, not only inappropriately, but also the impact that debt has when emergencies hit. Yeah, we've also seen the impact of debt when you use it for business purposes. Oh, absolutely, right? Absolutely, with, without a doubt. But it's, it's, it's interesting because I think that a lot, of, um, a lot of advice that's given by the likes of Dave Ramsey and by the likes of Gail Von Oxlade and all these people, right? Do you know Gail? No? You don't know anybody. I know Ty Lopez. You know Ty Lopez. And just to stop here, this episode is sponsored by. Is it, is it Ty Lopez? We can't say Ty Lopez. He's going to sue us. Okay. Well, then what is it sponsored by? Um, I don't know. Okay. Moon shoes. <laughs> Moon shoes. Fun for the whole family. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Uh, I forget what I was saying. Okay. Anyway, Gail Von Oxlade, she's a Canadian um, personal finance guru, and she had a show called uh, Till Debt Do Us Part. Right. Anyway, you know, these people, I think they're giving the best advice that most people can apply that will not in inadvertently screw them over. Like, for example, I think a lot of people, when you say, yes, uh, uh, you know, uh, go finance a car because you're going to have car repairs, they take that as, okay, if I get any car, I'm going to have massive car repairs. But I think that for the overwhelming majority of people, they will be perfectly fine buying a used car, saving up the money, and by the time something happened to that vehicle, they would have the money to fix it, right? Uh, Yes, there's going to be exceptions, don't get me wrong, um, but I think that the advice is given for the overwhelming majority of people. Yeah, my my issue is just, and I get that we're playing both sides, just for conversation's sake. For um, sure. My, my issue with advice like that is the shaming aspect. So I, 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 I've helped a lot of people get through debt. You've helped a lot of people get through debt. Yeah. Um, I don't like the idea that people feel too ashamed to ask for help because they think that what they did was too yeah. wrong. I, I too could shameful. not agree more with that. Yeah, it, absolutely. Sometimes the best way to get out of debt is, in, is debt. It's true. Um, it's not always, but sometimes it is. So, yep. that, it, it, so it's a tough model there. My phone's charged, by the way. So, <laughs> you know, well, you shouldn't have done that. You yeah. shouldn't have used that. There. Okay. Well, good. It, it's done. Yeah. Need, let's fix it. Let's talk about it. Okay. Okay. Just because you're playing with your phone doesn't mean you have to interrupt every sentence. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You we, you brought it up yeah, multiple yeah, times. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Always excellent. Yeah. Always the best. <laughs> You know what is uh, fascinating? Yes. Yeah, the way your phone just charged. It is. It went from like 11% to 51. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Why did you stop at 51? Because I don't want to be too rude. Too much to handle? Actually, because the computer's getting hot, the phone was getting hot, I was worried. It, when you say you didn't want to be rude, I know that it can't be true. <laughs> it is. I don't in, I'm not intentionally rude. Maybe, maybe it, I am. <laughs> You're intentionally rude sometimes. <laughs> All right, so what's your opinion of it? I, like I said, I, I think that 
So I've come to the conclusion that a lot of finance advice that's given by professionals is very much optimal in the sense that it is the right thing to do, right? For example, you know, leveraged investing um, can indeed, yeah, it's scary, but it can indeed increase wealth, right? Um, You know, it makes no sense, at least in today's environment, to pay off a mortgage quickly because you can earn better interest rates with investments, all of these types of things, right? Like all of this stuff mathematically makes sense, but math math doesn't mean shit if you don't listen and you don't have the behaviors to to make the math work you need to you need to put it around human error absolutely and so i think the overwhelming majority of people and again not that i necessarily agree with everything that dave says but i think the overwhelming majority of people would be better off listening to the daves and the gail von oxlades well before they'd be uh, better off listening to these people that would say, you know, uh, you know, rent versus invest, uh, rent versus owning, and and invest instead of paying stuff down quickly, and oh, don't pay off debt, invest, you'll be wealthier. Well, yeah, all that stuff is true, but um, most people won't do it, and that's the big problem, right? Whereas at least if you pay off the debt and you have no debt, you're fine. And again, I know that's not what both of us do. <laughs> Right. Um, But I think for the overwhelming majority of people, that is the best way to do it. And I mean, there's been studies that have shown it. There was a study recently that came out of the States that said the average homeowner had a net worth of like, it was like $175,000, whereas the average renter only had a net worth of $5,000 on retirement. Now, what's the difference? Well, they have four savings. And so I think four savings is actually probably one of the best things that anyone can do. And I, I, I personally changed all of my savings into four savings. Because I just don't want to think about it. I don't want to have a choice not to save. It's just going to happen. I, I would agree that if you had to do, you had to pick one, um, having no debt, I think would cause people less stress. Yeah. Because I think having debt is, a, is, a, is probably one of the biggest stressors out there. Yeah. So that, that in itself, I, 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 me personally, I think, if I had to choose between having everything I want and a ton of debt versus less and no debt, I think I would I would probably be more happy uh, having less and being yeah. debt free and not having to think about it. And you you know, not to get like too technical here, but I think both of us instead focus on cash flow than we do on debt or on investing or leveraged investing or any of this type of stuff. Right? I think we both focus on how can we increase our cash flow. Um, the fastest, which, by the way, we are doing a horrible job, dude, with this podcast. Why? Because um, I'm doing fairly good with my cash flow during this podcast. I haven't spent a penny. I buy the beer. <laughs> You're the one that's just like, what is this? What is this room? How did no. this even happen? Right? So, but, um, yeah. So, yeah, one of us has self-control. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but... Okay, just to give you some credit, okay? You may have spent way too much money on the podcast, but you haven't spent anything on the shirts you wear. Nothing. I'm still wearing the same shirt. I did clean it, though. Same shirt that I... uh, We washed it. I paid for And there's no way of proving that you washed it. I saw it folded there. So what ended up happening was uh, Robin, my wife, she spilled something on one of her shirts the other day, and so she took it, wore it, brought it home, washed it, brought it back. Okay. So um, I I will say, though, I, I... I uh, have, what, three other things? Three like other I, shirts? <laughs> three other shirts. I, I film videos for another business, and I have two other podcasts. Uh, that I'm oh, so you're trying to justify this. I'm trying to flex. It's okay. a humble brag. You're trying to justify that yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. bought this foam wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, there's no justification. Yeah. No. You could have propped your phone up to a book. 
Yeah. Be like, hey, I'm Dave. Yeah. This is my video. But instead, what you did is you bought um, everything? Yeah. But you know what the interesting thing about it is, is that, and I think talking real numbers here, right? I think a lot of people, and myself included, think that it was going to cost a crap ton of money to start a podcast, right? Um, Like with professional gear. Obviously, you can do it with your phone if you really wanted to. But uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I was doing a podcast for, for, uh, anyway, another another business, and we had hired a... Were you doing a podcast with someone that wasn't me? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And we hired a podcast consultant and uh no dave sulking we're back to this (laughs) anyway so we hired a a podcast consultant and we had him um basically price out some gear for us right and i thought that this was going to end up costing five six seven eight nine ten thousand dollars to get everything good and you can certainly go up to that level um but if you wanted to start off with quote unquote like cheap but affordable that works you could probably, including the camera, because you use your phone, quite frankly, um, you could probably pull off a podcast studio for $300. And that's with the lights, that's with the mics, that's with the mixer, that's with everything. That's cool. Right? I think, I think, including all the stuff we did here today, the cameras, everything, I might be $1,500 into it. Which I don't think is too bad. Like, obviously, it's a lot of money, considering the fact that we don't get paid to do this one. <laughs> Oh, you're not getting paid? No. Oh, I got a sponsor. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, Moon Shoes. Hey. No, they they didn't know I was calling them out. Oh. The person okay. that pays me is Lucky Strike Secret. <laughs> no. We can't be advertising that. Why not? Because. It's 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 probably the most reputable cigarette brand out there. Yeah, it's because of all their health, right? Do you know what they do? Mm. They have um um candy flavored ones for children. <laughs> oh no. You gotta stop this. <laughs> okay so uh what's a fun topic let's have a fun topic i thought these were fun no they're not fun no what are you talking about they're not fun all right let's talk about young us versus old us i think that'd be pretty fun i just want to first say that uh i was a moron when i was younger yeah me too and yeah. i yeah yeah and i'm not saying that i'm optimal now because i might i might be too um serious or try to be too serious now. We were talking about this earlier, though. So uh, I would think that both of us work, quote, unquote, professional jobs. You know, you getting the TV back up and running? Yeah, I wanted this to be a professional job. <laughs> okay, perfect. Thank you. So we both, quote, unquote, uh, you know, work professional that, jobs. That's my job. I'll just keep pressing this button. <laughs> Please, or else it's going to the I'm the trash. one that's turning it off. <laughs> yeah. Are you really? No. Oh, God. oh man, I was twitching for a second. Um, but we both work professional jobs. We we you know, we were talking about how you know when we first started in business, we thought that we had to be super professional. You know, wear the suits all the time. You still wear suits, but not really as much. It's just to hide my belly. Yeah, uh, like I used to wear suits, shirts, you name it. Now I'm in well, a polo. And- yeah. Well, you wore a suit until it didn't fit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> uh, and then, and then uh, switched to shirts, and then eventually I realized that nobody cares. Yeah, because now you wear sweatpants in the office, don't you? Yeah. Okay. And Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't, don't talk about the Crocs. Somebody yeah. does wear that. I know. Tell me about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, I and we thought that it was supposed to be this big professional thing. Life's not like that, man. You know? Life's not like that. I think most of the professionals that we've met are very easygoing. They laugh. They make stupid jokes. 
probably inappropriate ones, uh, crude humor. Um, and most people are just good people. Yeah, most people just want to have fun. Yeah. And most people are, you know, they want the friendship, they want the camaraderie, they want all that stuff. So they, I, I yeah, when, when you look at the difference between young Dave yeah. and old Dave or current Dave, because I'm, I'm not that old, um, I, I, I think, yeah, the difference of, I, I, what, in what extent, like business, personal life, what, what do you want? To me, it all melts together. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, it doesn't for me. Um, b- b- Business-wise, uh, I'm, I'm in a commission sales role. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, I, I th- one of the big things that I found is that I was sold the dream of what self-employment looked like. And self-employment, the dream to me was you, you make a lot of money and you don't work. Yeah, you, uh, get, to, you get to own your time. You yeah. get to... You know, take those vacations when you want. You can stick it to the man, and uh, no one will tell you what to do. Yeah. yeah that that doesn't fucking exist. No. <laughs> well, what was shocking is I, I, there was no doubt in my mind that I have to put more hours in because I'm self-employed. Even from the beginning? You um, that? I don't think that's true. I, I, we can talk about when we met, but that's not true. No, that's, I, I mean now. Well, you might think of it. You oh, may I, have thought of it, but you certainly didn't do it. No, that's what I meant. I said I was sold the dream. Got it. Okay. Yeah, she didn't really have to like really push that one down. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I was lazy when I started. <laughs> sure. Because in my mind, you, you, you worked, you know, you just barely worked. And, and like I didn't think I barely worked either. I thought I worked all day. And then I remember once I added it all up and I worked like two and a half hours. <laughs> well, I think also, too, it has to do with how easy people think it is to find business, right? And we're talking about business here for a second, right? But, you know, um, in any time you start a commission sales rule, they sell you how easy it is to find people. Yeah, right? and it's actually easy to know how to do something. It's very hard to find people. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. right? And so I think that, you know, you feel very, very productive when you first start talking to people because you're like, oh, yeah, I talked to someone about a mortgage today. They're going to get a mortgage today. I'm going to make so much money. This is going to be fantastic. I don't have to work tomorrow. I found my person already for the week, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that person's like, yeah, I don't, I, don't even, I don't even need a mortgage. I don't even want a house. Not even that. The person could say, yeah, I need a mortgage. And then they just go someplace else. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then yeah, what, yeah. what you did is you stopped working for a week and a half, and it's too late to find that replacement sale. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I th- uh, yeah. Yeah. So that, but that, I, um, when I was younger, I didn't understand work ethic um, the same way that I understand it now. Yeah. And what I've learned from it is that everyone in my industry um, actually knows the same thing. We, we just, it, it's almost like we don't talk about it. We all, we're like, we're, I find there's more people taking pictures of them relaxing, except for the, and, and not the truth, which is they're working their butt off. There's well, a ton of people working their butt off, but I just don't think it's as popular to talk about as much as you know what you're doing. What, what are you doing? I'm taking I'm taking pictures because we're going to tag in the Tatamagus Brewing Co. Okay, come on, I'm I'm working here. All right. So All we're right? talking about old you and new you. What about your attention span? What do you mean? Oh yeah, it's gone way down. Uh, oh man, I'm the, you should fucking take this. You're way better at pictures. You take this. You're way better at pictures, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do this, okay? So, old me, my attention span. I don't know. It's uh, we gotta get the can in here. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry for everybody watching this, but you know, we're trying to build this into something good. 
Okay. Um, I don't know. My, I've, I've always been a multitasker. Um, not a good one, um, but I've always been a multitasker. Always been doing you know fifty things at once. Uh, but I've come to the realization that when you say you're not a good multitasker, is it because people can't really multitask the way they think they can? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. It's it's there's one thing um, having multiple things on the go. Uh, it's a different thing trying to get multiple things done at once. If that makes sense, right? Like for example, you know, I scheduled out time to do this podcast, right? I don't have anything else in my calendar. I know some people where they just put everything they have to do in the day in the day, and then that's it. That's tough, man. Yeah, no, you're right. Like you scheduling out this podcast and then looking at your phone and then taking pictures and then looking at emails. It's not, um, you're right, you multitask so well. You don't forget that I'm talking entirely. <laughs> I didn't forget this time. I've been doing really good. Yeah, no, no. But you ask your wife this time. Right, I've been doing really good, okay? You're so good at multitasking. I've been trying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've been trying. I've been succeeding. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, from from old me to new me, um, I, I, the expectation of how hard life is has been a big um, a realization to me uh, about how hard it is, how hard you need to work. Oh man, life is hard, isn't um, it? Yeah, well, I think there's parts of that. I think sure. I think life can be more simple if we wanted it to be more simple. I, I think the more you try to compete with other people. And the more you care about what other people think, it gets tougher. And, and, sure. and I'm very much somebody that cares what other people think, despite me wanting to change that part about myself. Sure. Um, and I could give two shits. Yeah, no, but you care more when you think. If you ever get a bad review or if somebody thinks you're wrong or somebody thinks, like, you very much are... It's because I'm not wrong. Yeah. And I don't deserve the bad review. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But it that if you <laughs> Just were totally fucking proves the point. <laughs> but I think it's the um, this is not a new thought that I had. I've heard somebody say this. Um, mm-hmm. You used to be in a small village. You used to have 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 different people. Sure. There used to be somebody in that community that was the best blacksmith. There was a person there that was the best baker. There was a person there that was the best fisher. Yeah, yeah. And now you're because of social media and all of the amount of people in the world um, is a very low chance that you're the best of anything oh. but you're constantly being compared to people you're constantly that is so true man yeah yeah. I, I think about this often right you, you think about the impact because I, I think you'd probably be the same although the fucking TV's going uh, it'd probably be the same uh, by the way for the audio listeners the uh, we have a TV on the back that has our Beers with Dave's logo on it and the TV just keeps shutting off I have messed with the settings. It's not working. So we're doing a giveaway for the TV maybe if we can't fix it by the next episode. We're probably yeah. not going to do that because Dave's probably going to want the TV. <laughs> yeah. Let's just be honest. No, we gave it away to someone. You just don't know who that person is. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I saying? I think my, my uh, I year-and-a-half-year-old son needs a TV. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I, th- I grew up in the generation where, um, for example, computers, we did not have our first family computer until I was 11 years of age. Uh, I think I was a little younger, but around that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, well, you, you always grew up in kind of like a bigger metropolitan, not metropolitan, but bigger area, right? I, I didn't. I grew up in very, very small I think towns. I was maybe eight or so. Yeah, okay. Um, but still, like a, you, you played outside. You did things outside. You, you, you didn't what? have this, this, you know, you didn't have this world where it's like, oh, you know, go, uh, go knock on Timmy's door to see if he wants to play. It's like, oh, you know, Snapchat the guy and... You know, make a fart sound. And well, well, just because we had TV, uh, just because we had computers at home, doesn't mean that we used it for any of that. Because um, all I remember my computer doing was paint, 
Yeah. And had a game called Simcopter. And I also remember that I wasn't allowed to use the computer. Really? And my family has always been very um, go outside, don't use technology. So if we, if I, even when I was older, yeah, if you were playing video games or watching TV for an hour, though, I go do go outside. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't think it was till we were in maybe the end of elementary school, early junior high, which would be what two thousand five? No, two thousand three, four, something like that. Sure. Yeah, I think two thousand three. Um, that was when like MSN was a thing. Mm. I know ICQ was a thing, but that was my where my brother and sister era. Uh, you could start yeah. downloading music. You could start doing that a little bit more. I think at that point when you can really start communicating with people, like I remember um, telling a girl, um, uh, Christine, that I had a crush on her, and I told her it on Amazon. Okay. Shout out to Christine. <laughs> yeah. And she told me, <laughs> and I don't, I don't, uh, I don't hold a grudge for this. Okay. She says. Something along the lines of, I'm sorry, I know what it's like to like someone and them not like you back. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, That's really funny. (laughs) That's so good. But those were the conversations. That that was when, at that age, you learned how much easier it was to say something to someone when you weren't seeing them. Oh, yeah. You can type it out. Yeah. And that has only gotten worse. So much worse. The courage of saying... Hey, I like you, or hey, I don't like you back. In through MSN and now Facebook, and even way more. Um, it, I think that versus saying it in person, um, I think that is not. I think what people think is that opens you up to experience more, but I think it opens you up to really get rejected, for people to be rude. Um, how, how many times do you think that someone? has really just been cruel to you in public in front of your face for 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 no real reason <laughs> for me yeah i don't know probably a very small amount of people yeah there's a few times in my memory that i remember it um versus i remember someone in honesty box and facebook just said you're not as good looking as you think you are wow which was a lie <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> can you imagine someone saying that in real life yeah uh, so when you take stuff like that and you take those kind of quick and easy ways of insulting people and having these arguments and stuff like that on, online, uh, I bet it, I think it's an interesting thing because I bet the anxiety is more than it's probably ever been. You know, you, you have a point there, right? Because people jump on things so quickly these days too, right? Um, without giving anybody any opportunity to explain themselves, without giving anybody any opportunity to, you know, voice their side of it. It's, you know, as soon as somebody doesn't like something, they're on it. They have the anonymity of, of you know social media, and even if their you know profiles are public and stuff like that, it's not the same. You know, and, and if you search for it, you're always going to find somebody with your opinion. So you get down this rabbit hole of always being right because you always can find people that can back up your things. Yeah, we were never on the moon. Versus, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, the shadows. <laughs> um, yeah, and the director that they think did the moon landing passed away, so we'll never know. I forget his name, but I listened to that on a different podcast, a much better podcast. <laughs> you searched that out, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, versus um, just the kind of politeness and stuff like that of, of saying everything and just kind of knowing how to react in front of people, knowing how to be in a social setting without upsetting people, learn from each other. Yeah. Uh, I think there's there's this big push of this outrage culture that uh, it's it's very popular to be mad, 
to be very insulted uh, more than being understanding. And and I I am a, a defensive person. Uh, you very much are a defensive person, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> Uh, so if someone comes at you with some anger uh, and accusing you of something versus, hey. So let's talk about this one for a bit, right? Because I think we share very similar um, beliefs on this, right? Is I go out of my way to be ethically and morally um, high. I don't know how to describe that, right? Uh, like I don't believe in fucking people over for profit. I don't believe in taking advantage of people. I don't believe in, you know, me versus them. I believe very much in an us society um Obviously, to a certain degree, I think Canada Post should refund the money. Uh, but I I have a very hard time when people when people uh, attack my character when they have it wrong, and I know they have it wrong, and I can prove that they have it wrong. But again, because of the social media aspect, it's very hard to defend yourself, right? It's not that it happens often, don't get me wrong, right? But still, you know, you'll get an email and somebody will say something and it's like, you know, no, I, I would I would never do that ever, you know? Yeah, so my... Until someone fucks me. Our, uh, okay, so that's for Robin. <laughs> you know, she does that. <laughs> um, so our children... Uh, inappropriate jokes, Dave. Okay, you're the one jokes. that just threw out the big F-bomb. <laughs> no, no, no. You've I, said the F-bomb like 10 times. Yeah, Whatever, like there's no way we're making money on this one. But this is where I, this is what happens when I drink. No, I looked it up. So on YouTube, you can swear. How many times? It just says you can't do it excessively. Okay, well, <laughs> let's wait until this TV turns off again. <laughs> 10 times, Dave, in like an hour podcast. That's not excessive. All right, well, I'm going to swear. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Darn. Darn. <laughs> Gosh darn it. <laughs> Man alive. Yeah. You don't swear very often though. Like ever. Um the worst part about it is okay, so Dave will call me and I'll have my kid around. You can clearly hear my kid and he'll say something that's like not even slightly inappropriate, but in Dave's weird brain it is. And he's like, Oh my god, I'm sorry. And uh, I'll call him. Don't the kid's in the background, and I fucking don't even realize the TV's gone, man. Uh and uh and uh, it's bad. So that fucking TV. There, I did it for you. Thank you. If you're uh, if you're a kid and learns how to swear, you can totally blame it on me because it's probably my fault. Every kid, all the kids. Okay, so we both have kids. Yes. Um, I have one kid. Yeah. Um, you have two kids. Sorry, I have, I have two kids. kids. You have one yes. kid. Um, so, um, so I did it more than once. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I've only done it once. <laughs> you weren't even there. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just a thought. So when you look at uh, raising that child, yep. um, when you actually look at the values and stuff like that, sure. how do you find that they're going to be shaped by technology versus us? No, I have such a hard time with it, though, man, because I, I have seen a lot of parents uh, professionally and then just socially out and about and all this type of stuff, right? You know, it's like, oh, here's the phone, here's the tablet, here's the Netflix, here's the whatever, here's the technology, right? Uh, you're fine now. And I have, a, I have a really big problem with that because, first of all, I think, I think technology is very much about instant gratification. And I actually think instant gratification, or at least the, the perceived notion that instant gratification happens instantaneously because that's what technology provides you, I think that's a very, very bad thing. Because that's not life. Life is not instant. Well, it, 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 a lot of parts of it, life now is fairly instant. Sure, but like I mean, you're not going to get a promotion. Especially you're if not you pay get a for a can opposed guarantee. Yeah, and they don't refund it. 
<laughs> but you're not going to get uh, you're not going to get a promotion, you know, a month after you you start a job. You know, in today's world, so I ask everybody, "Hey, when do you think is the reasonable expectation that you're going to advance in your career?" Right? Um and everybody says, "Okay, well, I expect to be promoted in a year." And like I understand that a lot of this is to look very good and very motivated in 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 uh in interviews and stuff like that, but you know, if I look back at my my father's era, for example, right? You know, you would work for 20, 30 years and you would be in your 20th year before you'd get to like a management position. And now people think, okay, it's just going to happen. Naturally, just because they're there. Or because they're there, they naturally deserve whatever they're going to get. And maybe I'm being a little controversial here, but I think think this notion of hard work equals reward just doesn't exist anymore. I think people think that time equals reward. There's one part on the tablet phone thing. Yeah. Um, Just to do a little bit of a, just to support the mom and dad a little bit is um, like when I'm at work and my wife's got the two kids and they're both screaming and she's trying to make supper and I'm working late, um, her putting the tablet on to keep Lincoln calm down uh, is, a, is kind of the... Got to get rid of her, Dave. It's kind of the only way to survive that. <laughs> the worst part is she listens to these. <laughs> yeah, but that's the only way to really... You don't have to go, Amanda. Yeah. It's okay. So there's a little bit of a free pass on what parents need to do to I, keep moving, oh. and I think that I think that specifically mothers um, have this unrealistic expectation of how awesome they have to be, how everything has to be natural, how everything has to be this perfect little sensory game. And, oh yeah, but that's just is not real life, though, man. Like that, I, I completely agree. Robin has the same issue, right? Uh, but and, and I agree that there is a certain point where I think there's a lot of depression because of that unrealistic expectation. Oh yeah, totally, man, totally. And and what does that come from? Well, that comes from the you know the Instagram influencers that that you know are the perfect parents because they're literally taking three pictures a day of how wonderful they are, and then you have to be just like that. And all we only take two pictures. Does that mean we're not we're no, not that, the problem? That's exactly it. Exactly right. Uh, <laughs> I had one of the team members today. Um, Come and tried see to me. turn off the TV and then actually just did a different <laughs> setting. No, no, there it is. Yeah. How do I get it back? You got to go to media, media player, whatever that one is. I bet if you had something plugged into it on the HDMI, it wouldn't turn off. Do you like my fancy tech terms I used? Yeah, totally. I said HDMI. Yeah. What does that stand for? Just to me, high definition. Media input. Sure. Is that right? It sounds. I is don't that know right? what it is. I could probably look it up on Google, but I feel like for engagement, we need comments. Oh, let's talk about that for a second. Okay. One of the things that I miss most in life is arguing about things that you could find out on the internet. Sure. Me and my friend Jason, yeah. um, he was my oldest friend. I knew him when I was five. Yes. We argued the longest time over whether it was pianist or pianist. Okay. Okay. And I picked the pianist one because I'm immature. Of course. Um, and then when we finally like looked it up, um, it seemed like we were both right. Okay. Um, but we argued about this for like a month. Sure. And we just had something to talk about. And then sometimes I'll say things to someone and I go, hey, do you know what this is? And then they see them pull out their phone. And I was like, no, no, no. If I wanted to Google it, I could have done it myself. Yeah. And you know what else? Guess with me a little bit. You know what else is annoying too is that I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed you. The- you are. <laughs> okay aside from that i <laughs> i thoroughly enjoy 
um, arguing, debating, talking about things. And you know, like I'll literally argue a point that a, I know nothing about or that I completely disagree with just because I like the concept of, of, of having different opinions. Right. And, um, I have very strong opinions. I'm not afraid to change them. Dave will point something out and I'll be like, yeah, okay, fine. You're right. Whatever. Right. But I find people now don't do that. People, people hate people disagreeing with them. And I think that's, that's bad. You know, think about politics in 20, 30 years, man. Oh, you disagree with me? Yeah, sorry, I'm not listening to you. Because that's what, that's what it is right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, just with general people, not necessarily in politics, although. Yeah, but technology d- goes into that. Oh, yeah, um, totally. When you can always look up uh, what it is. You look at, um, I listen to, uh, <laughs> as you listen to uh, financial people, I listen to a lot of stand-up comedians. <laughs> yeah, talk. totally, man. And what uh, Productivity. Uh, I've heard a few times is that um, there is, you kind of cater to your audience. Of course. Um, you have somebody um, that, I don't know, caters to the stoners. You go and you know what clubs are for the stoners and all this different stuff. Joe Rogan. Got it. Yeah. And I bet, um, I'm assuming that Great in the guy. past, you couldn't cater the same way. What do you mean? Uh, you just There was not as many um, places to go. There was not as many channels. Uh, you, you oh, just, yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you would have more disagreements. You'd have more people that were against you. If you only talk to people that would agree with you, you're only going to keep getting more self-involved in your own thoughts and your own beliefs. Sure. And I think that is a rabbit hole. You have somebody that thinks the earth is flat, and they only talk to people that think the earth is flat. Well, The earth is flat. Damn, they're certain you're going to think the earth is flat. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to fight that to the death. It's true. Yeah, that's Um, a really good point, actually. So I I think that's a big difference between um, probably not even our generation, the generation before us, maybe my brother and sister's age. They're 10 years older than me. Yep. Uh, they were born in the eighties. I think that's probably more of a thing for them. Yeah, but I, and knowing what I know, do you think that they are, are like that? Do you think they like arguing or at least having conflicting opinions and are okay with it? Um, I don't, I, I don't know. Cause, um, fair. No, that's fair. Right. It's a, it, it's tough. It's, it's, it's a, it's a tough one. I just feel like people, I, I know they're less on technology. They're much, much less on technology. They don't have social media. Either of them do anymore. You know what? We're, we're outliers. Cause we both like talking to people on the phone. Yeah. We're very much outliers now. Well, well that's why I had a hard time comparing them. Yeah, sure. Cause I don't think that I'm that bad about having the wrong opinion. Sure. Um, what is this? Get charged. Anyway, doesn't matter. Okay, so you just pulled up a receipt during the podcast? Yeah, I got charged $2.30 for some parking app. Yeah, that was me, bud. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking your money $2 at a time. Oh, no, embezzlement. Yeah. Um, and this TV that I bought that you paid me back for, I found it on the side of the road. That's why it freaking goes to sleep. we got to fix that, though. I'm sure it does it to protect against, like, the... Um, the uh, Do you think it's because we got it from a different country and the time zone makes it think it's bedtime? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did, did we get it from a different country? I'm assuming. I'm assuming that uh, Canada didn't make a uh, Toshiba. Toshiba. Toshaba. <laughs> what is it? Toshaba. I can't. I'm so bad at pronouncing <laughs> the it. The worst part about it is because you've gotten it wrong three times, I'm probably going to get it wrong. I think it's Toshiba. 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 I think it's Tosh. Toshaba. <laughs> Toshaba. Yeah. Toshaba. Cool. Um, do you have any other topics you want to cover, man? Were we done our list? Did yeah. we even talk about old us, new us? Not really. We kind of got off on a tangent there for a second. Okay, what about old you, new you? I, I Old you, current you, sorry. 
so old me, current me. So I, um, I very much. You have the same haircut. I do have the same haircut. Yeah, actually, it's a little outgrown, but yeah, general, generally the same haircut. I don't know. I um, I went from a, a place where I thought that I was right. I thought I knew something that other people didn't. Um, and I realize now that you know my father was probably right. What do you mean? Just about everything in general, you know. Just about life, you know. Life isn't as you know butterfly and roses as uh, as uh, people like to make it out to be. You know, life is a one thing I've learned is life is way more expensive than than you ever ever thought it was, right? Well, that's like uh, not to get too dark, but one sure. of the biggest pivot points in my life is that there was this three month period. Where my wife and I lost a baby and their dog died and someone that was close to us uh, uh, committed suicide. It always happens in threes, man. Yeah. And I, I just remember the way that I felt after that on what I was, what I thought I deserved changed. I didn't necessarily think I deserved anything. I thought I had to earn things more after that. It changed the way that I thought that, hey, I'm not you know doing well in my company, but it's not my fault, you know. This should be working better. You know, people should be sending me more, you know, instead of what I can do better. Sure. I think that I thought that things were much rosier than they were. Yep. Um, and it wasn't until I, I realized that you really, no one's really going to give you anything. Um, it's true, man. But the funny thing about that is that I think it's very important to know that no one necessarily is going to give you anything, but I think it's very important I think it's very important for me to try to give people stuff. In some extent, I, I, I like to give feedback. I like to give mentorship. I like to try to help out the best I can. But a little bit of me um, wants them to claw out <laughs> and figure it out for themselves. It's, well, there's, there's a lot of lessons that you learn when stuff goes wrong and you have to figure it out. Right, and I think we've both experienced those are the lessons this. you you actually remember. Well, too. that that that's actually the truth of it, right? Because I I think we've both had we've both dealt with this primarily with our team members that we've had, where we will give answers and we go, you know, why don't why aren't they getting this, right? Because you know we're telling you this is what you have to do to succeed. Um, they don't do it for whatever reason, and then they complain that they're not succeeding. The TV is gone tv is the team member you're talking about oh yeah totally man we we've told this tv to stay on and it's not <laughs> staying on so it's it's out of here um no no we're, we're it's definitely a setting it's probably um we've probably got to find the power conservation setting okay it's a very technical term do you make it up no but i had a, tr- a lot of trouble saying it <laughs> um yeah man yeah so what uh what time are we at we're at uh, one twelve, but I think we fucked around for two, three minutes. Okay, we can so go for whatever. Unnecessary f bomb. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. It okay. was unnecessary, but it's very me. All right. So, what do you think between uh, working hard and um, relaxing? What are your thoughts between the importance of, I guess, mental health and stuff like that? Yeah, I. I this one's really been hard for me and I don't necessarily understand why I'm like this, but I don't, I don't feel like I've ever, uh, experienced quote unquote burnout or getting stressed out about work. Now there's certainly stressful days. Don't get me wrong, but never to the point where I'm like, Oh my God, like I need a break. Right. I can only remember one time in all of history 
where I had uh, a breakdown of a sort, I guess, or, or, you know, I was like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And to give people a little bit of background, uh, it's when Dave and I, we had one of our rental properties burned down on the exact same day. I found out that uh, in my other business, I was inheriting um, a larger territory that was, I want to say, a larger territory, right? Uh, Northwest territory. Yeah, right? absolutely. You own that? Yeah, totally, all of it. Uh, and uh, there was a lot of work to be done on it and everything like that. Uh, that was a pretty stressful day. So that was your one day? That was, honestly, I think you can agree with me. I, I, like, Not necessarily that I don't get stressed, but I, I certainly don't, I don't lose it. Yeah, but do you think that I, – I, I have an opinion. Yes. And I don't know how serious your opinion actually is on this. But the okay. consensus is that you think that everyone should work and not relax. But I don't uh, know if you actually believe that the same way as much as you like to say it. I don't so know. I, I okay. really don't know. You're, you're, very, you're very right. I believe that I don't need to relax and that I need to work. Okay? I don't necessarily believe that everyone should do it. What I do believe, though, is that if somebody wants to achieve success in whatever they want, and I don't mean necessarily financially, but whatever they perceive success to be, that they have to put in the effort to achieve that success. And that if they're not getting the success that they want, instead of bitching and complaining about it, they should be putting in more effort. Now, if they're fine with the speed of success that they're obtaining, if, that's fine. If their version of success is accumulating things. But it doesn't, it doesn't even necessarily matter. Somebody could be like, oh, I want to you know, be a better painter. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, put in the effort. Okay, yeah, that sounds great. And then you know, next thing you know, oh, yeah, you know, my, my painting's not getting any better. Like, well, why? And they're like, well, I just don't have time to, to, to you know, practice painting. Well, fucking find time. You know what I mean? Like, that's the problem. If, if the person never has aspirations to do painting and just, you know, paints from time to time, that, that's one thing, right? My real problem with this attitude is, is, is when people complain about it and aren't putting in effort. That's the key. I, I agree with the finding time because I am... Well, you have a live a chaotic I'm life. constantly um, finding time. Yeah, yeah. It's not actually that hard to find time if you can condense things. Sure. I have a hard time knowing necessarily what brings me happiness. Sure. Um, because you get in a results-oriented mindset where you just want to have result after result um, without necessarily always knowing what you're fighting for. Yeah, but, and, and, this is, and this is where I think that I think we might disagree a little bit here is that I don't necessarily need to work hard to achieve what I want to achieve to achieve other things. Do you know what I mean? They can be two different independent things, and then they can also be the exact same thing. Yeah, but it's hard to look at you where you are now in your career and saying you don't have to work hard. I, you had to work hard. Yeah. Yes. Very. Yeah. So it's a little. It's just like the investors that are giving the advice that no one should have debt. And they're multimillionaires. True. It's fairly easy to go back and say, yeah, this is what it is. Sure. Um, but when you're looking at you're looking at us. We both have a passion of trying to start new businesses. We love the idea of doing that. I think the only reason we have the luxury of doing that is because our businesses are working. I think if you asked me to start something else, like a side thing other than some of the property stuff when I was still not doing it, I think I would have been a lot more uncertain of ever uh, putting money in, of ever yeah. doing things like that. Yeah. Not 100% because a part of me has always been a dreamer and I've always had kind of sporadic ideas. Yeah, and, and here's but, the thing, right? And, and, and obviously, 
I'm sure that what I'm saying is sounding very negative. You got to, I think it's important to realize too is that the it's, concept it's behind. It's not negative to so say you have to put effort into things. Yeah, but I, I think it, I think maybe what people will perceive is that I'm saying that, you know, if you're not doing what you say you want to do, then then you're you're not doing it right. Yeah, but to go to the painting thing, if you say you want to be a better painter, yeah, I don't think anyone can argue that practice doesn't make you a better painter. Yeah, but there's some people that will say I want to be a better painter, bitch about not being a better painter, not practice to become a better painter. I know, but your thought, your, yeah, but your thought is you say people have to practice. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong with that. Yeah, I think there's I think there may be something that's hard to practice. Uh, now I think you're like let's just say. Um, like for, for me, I'm trying to have more, um, I'm trying to disconnect from work more when I get home. Sure. Um, I don't practice that. Hey, you never pick up the phone anymore. Yeah, but I don't practice it very well. You practice I, it great. You haven't answered the phone for me for like two weeks. Yeah, that's because I think you're needy. <laughs> very needy and time-consuming. <laughs> and time. I'm tired of you FaceTiming me in your robe. I'm a married man, Dave. I showed you. I showed you my raccoon. <laughs> yeah, is that what you call it? That's what I call it. <laughs> oh, that's a raggedy name, bud. <laughs> oh man that's funny but you were I think effort um, because finally what effort at least in in my case and it's not always the case but there's a lot of time for me putting in the effort is what's rewarding yeah and 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 I think that this actually we talked about something similar we we have right and and that's I think that is a I don't think everybody's like that right um and I don't think everybody should be like that. Everybody has different passions and different hobbies. Well, right? I think people that aren't like that might not be putting effort into something that they enjoy. And I don't think that everyone has the luxury to always choose their favorite job. Oh, I am totally with you here, right? Yeah. Like there's this there's this whole class of people out there that think, oh, if you if you dream it, you shall achieve it, blah, 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 blah. And I certainly agree that if you put effort into something, you're going to get better results. But it's not like everybody's going to be a millionaire out there. That's just not reality. Yeah, if you, you want to make money being a professional skateboarder, uh, and you also have two kids and a family you need to support. You can do it now. It's called uh, it's called e e gaming e esports. Okay, you can be a, a Tony Hawk uh, sixty four pro skateboarder. Okay, all right. So I guess I'm wrong. Yeah. So if you want to be a skateboarder, which was the dream when I was growing up, yeah, yeah, you can do it. You can. Yeah, but but again, on the dreaming part um, of do drop everything and do whatever you want. Yes. Uh, when you have some real, real responsibilities and kids and stuff like that, I, I, it's a little unfair for people. I understand how people have to do. Well, here's I'll, I'll, the kind of dead end job. I completely agree, and and I think that there is. Uh, I mean, we could literally talk on this topic for freaking hours. We already have, um, but I mean, I think that there is a difference between. Uh, like, how do I put it? Okay, so I, I get I'll get people and I'll say, oh, you know. Um, like, yeah, I really, I really wish I could pick up a, a side business. Like, oh, yeah, you should start something. Yeah, you know, when the kids go to bed, you know, I just, I just need to relax. You know, and, and I'm fine with that. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Well, but then they complain about not being able to start their business. That's the problem. It's not about the fact that they want to do that. You know, you know what? If, if, if your dream and what you want to do in, the, in your perfect life is that you get to go and relax after TV. And I'm not saying this is bad by any means because literally when I'm not working, I do fuck all, okay? Um, <laughs> I sit in my robe, okay? Um, but if your dream is to, to be done work. Does your robe always have to be slightly ajar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, actually, I, I tape it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. With the body tape. <laughs> Right. What's body tape even mean? 
I don't know. You, Does it just not pull the hairs when you take it off? No, it's scotch tape. I just put it on my body and it becomes body tape. Okay. So okay, great. That's not going off the rails at all. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is yeah, because obviously them relaxing is not what they're saying their dream is. But it's, I, some people say things because they think they just like hearing themselves talk. And they, they want people to think that they have passions and they feel competitive and, and, and some stuff. Because uh, I hear people say stuff that I know 100% they're never going to do. Sure. Hey, I'm going to build a deck. Yeah. Okay, why are you going to build a deck? Is it because you're looking at my deck and you think you should have a deck and you just want to say it? Uh, okay, <laughs> let's, go, let's dive into this a little bit more. Okay, maybe it comes into the kind of competition and what society thinks you should have and, and people feeling jealous and things like that. Um, but it, it's funny uh, when you kind of dig down into a lot of people, what actually brings them joy is not what people are taking pictures of and what people are getting competitive about. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 you're, and you're right. What, what does annoy me is, is when people say things that they say they want but may not necessarily want, and that's fine. It's just it's just annoying. Yeah, I once told because I just want you know, and I think we're both the same in this. We j- we j- we both want people to be successful in whatever they want to be. Yeah, right. It truly brings me joy when somebody comes to me that's like, yeah, you know, I did this thing and it's absolutely fantastic, and you know that that's freaking awesome. Like that's 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 fantastic. And speaking of like knowing what you want, sure. Do you remember the time where I said I want you to want me? Yeah, I do remember that. Okay, well, let's just glaze yeah. over that then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <we're laughs> oh man, that was a that was a, that was a funny time. Um, yeah. We done? I think we're done, man. So thank you very much to uh, Tata Magush Brewing Co. Nova Scotia. This North Shore. Loggerdale was actually damn good. I really liked it. Did yeah, you like it? Was it was delicious. Yeah. My only issue with it is I drank it too quick. Yeah, that's And then a, we didn't have beer for the whole beers of Dave. Yeah, I uh so it's cuz it was in a glass. I think so. I never I drank it way quicker during a glass. Yeah. It's cuz it was in a glass. I uh before we end here, um Canada Day just uh, just passed. By just nine days ago. Why'd your voice go lower? Is this a serious thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Baby, you thick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Nobody knows the inside. It doesn't matter. All right. It's from Madagascar. Okay, go on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, you sound like a pervert. Yeah, thanks. Um, so, <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, what was I going to say? Okay, yeah. So, we bought Guinness. Canada. My wife, my wife Can- loves Canada, Guinness. Canada today. Canada. That's when you got all serious. Yeah, Canada okay. So my wife bought Guinness, and uh, my wife loves Guinness. I like Guinness, but it's not certainly my favorite by yeah. any means. Um, Speaking of thick, the, that beer is thick. It is. Uh, what happened? I don't know. What did you do? What have you been playing with? Oh, man. Okay. Are you still recording? Yeah, I don't know. We're having some technical difficulties, everybody. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Okay, you just trying I, to think. I can hear you. I don't. I can't hear myself. We had some technical difficulties. Sorry, the headset uh, came down. Um, anyway, I found out that I can uh, drink a Guinness in like fifteen minutes. Is that what you stopped the the goodbye for? Yeah, but my problem is that's what I mean. Like uh, Th- that was your brag. A beer in a glass and fifteen minutes is a very sh- long time. If yeah, you really want to pound them. That's back. not an impressive feat. Yeah, but that means you can drink freaking four beers in an hour. Yeah, well, I can eat a sandwich in ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's good man that's good awesome guys thank you very much 
for listening to Beers with Dave. Please subscribe. Check out the audio version. We got an Instagram now. Dave hasn't posted anything despite saying he was going to post stuff. We'll figure out this TV setting for sure. Uh, and if there's anything we can prove on, let us know. We're slowly upgrading things. Uh, we're not experts in lights by any means. So anybody that actually has a clue, let us know. Um, yeah, we'll catch you in the next episode. And on Instagram, watch out for our uh, latest post uh, about um, Lucky Strike Cigarettes. <laughs> Lucky Strike Cigarettes. <laughs> They're not sponsoring us, just to be clear. Okay, I don't want to yeah, get but, sued. But if they want to. They don't want to. They're not going after you said your baby or thick, Joe. <laughs> we lost them as a sponsor. All right. Cheers, everybody. All right. Bye. Have a good one. Beers with Dave.